Hey there, I'm Emily, your host, and this week's episode of Self Talk is going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit different, because you may be able to tell from my voice, I'm sick and I'm having a hard time talking. So this week, I'm going to give you a little bit of stuff that I had recorded for last week's episode about improvisation that got more into the idea of role play and being different characters for something and how that helps me kind of learn how to make new choices and change things about my personal being. That sounds a little intense. It's really just using these characters as a thought experiment for how I would react to a scenario in a really low pressure, low stakes environment. So with the DMing, like I talked about last week, that's all about me improvising and, and thinking on my feet and committing to the choices that I make. And then with role-playing, if I'm playing a particular character in a D&D setting, or really any kind of setting, it is even more about exploring a particular character or a particular aspect of myself. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about various characters that I've played and how they've impacted how I interact with other people in the world and how I think about myself. Past the DMing, my first player character that I got to play was a barbarian, and she was very charismatic. This barbarian woman, when I rolled up her stats, our DM made us roll on the different flaws and traits and personality traits and bonds and all that kind of stuff. And what I got for my flaw, which was terrifying to me, was that she had an insatiable desire for carnal pleasures. <laughs> so, yeah, I am not a flirty person. I definitely don't hit on people. And I 100% don't go up to strangers and ask them to sleep with me. So I had to figure out within me how I would navigate that as this character. And it turns out this lady... She was a fucking badass. And I was able to tap into something that is real that's inside of me that realizes that A, she's amazing. B, she's hot. C, she doesn't give a fuck about what other people think. And D, knows that people want to be with her. So that intoxicating combination of just being able one, because there are no consequences. Everybody knew that that was my flaw, so it wasn't like I was creeping people out in the, the other player characters, or the other players. But I was able to go up to just random NPCs and hit on them and then, like, ask them to sleep with me. And not that I'm ever going to do that in real life, but it's kind of amazing to know that when presented with that scenario, I could feel like a badass and I could say those things, even if it was as this character... It was exploring a part of myself that I've been terrified. I'm not a flirt. I do not flirt. And so it was really cool to realize that, guess what? I can do that. Even if it's as this badass lady, she's part of me. She's something that I created in my brain. And I'm manifesting it, even if it's in a role play setting. Another one, which is super powerful for me, is a character that I played again, not for super long, but she was what's called a Yanti, which is kind of a serpent person, a humanoid that has kind of, they've fused their self with their snake gods. Uh, I'm not explaining this very well, but that doesn't really matter. The point is that they have kind of voided themselves of emotion, which talk about a role-playing stretch. 
I am an extremely emotional person, in case you couldn't tell. She was extremely intelligent and charismatic, but not emotional at all. Like, she just didn't feel emotion. And it was really interesting to try to approach situations and dramatic things and conflicts with, tr- without considering emotion at all. Without considering the emotion of herself, but being able to read the emotions of others and intelligently and logically react to that. And I know that sounds kind of like something a sociopath would do, but it was kind of interesting to be able to know that I could, if I needed to, not have an emotional reaction to something. And the stakes were much lower because it was in a fantasy role-playing game. But usually typical Emily would be like, oh no, we can't do that because I'm so upset that we would kill those babies. Or no, we wouldn't kill any babies. But you get the picture. The thing about her was that she was extremely intelligent and logical, and she didn't care what anybody else thought about her ideas. And that is pretty awesome to be able to explore that. To be able to be the person that says something smart or says something logical that might not actually be something that other people are going to want to hear, but not being afraid to express yourself because she had no fear. So if she had a thought that she thought was a good idea because she's a smart lady, she was going to say it. And I've held myself back for so long. I've kept my thoughts to myself because I didn't want other people to judge them. I was afraid of rejection or mockery or who knows what else. And the idea of being able to approach a situation and give somebody my ideas and my thoughts without emotional attachments or ego attached to that is crazy. But I got to explore that as that character and I feel oddly more comfortable doing that now in my everyday life. I'm not quite as scared to tell people my thoughts. And my one that I'm playing currently, I will shut up about my D&D characters, but I hope that I'm hammering home the point of that this improvisation can have a real and significant impact on how you think about yourself and how you mentally frame your interactions with the world. This character is a new character that I'm playing, and oh my god, I love him so much. Because I rolled up a charismatic wizard. So again, I like being charismatic, I guess, as my characters, and I like being intelligent, although my barbarian was super dumb. The thing about charisma is that I personally am not super good at talking to strangers. I'm not good at figuring out what to say to other people. And rather than playing this character as some kind of like over-the-top, super smarmy, like, oh, I'm just the ladies' man, he is me. Honestly, he's me if I wasn't afraid of my awkwardness. His charm comes from being weird, and his charm comes from saying things and not worrying about the fact that sometimes they're awkward or that he couldn't really figure out how to phrase something because he doesn't care. And he still is talking to that person, and he's charming because he doesn't worry himself about the fact that this is awkward. So if I need to go talk to somebody and persuade them to do something, the fact that he is, he try, the fact that he tries is what matters. He tries, and then he's earnest and honest, 
and human. Well, he's not actually a human. He's a changeling. But the point is that even if you're awkward, you can still make your way through the world if you believe that that awkwardness is not a detriment. And accept that it is part of who you are and keep going. Yes, and that awkwardness. Yes, I am awkward. And I'm a really cool person to talk to. That's not actually how you use that phrase, but you know what I'm saying. Thank you for listening. I know this is a short one and maybe not as polished as the other ones, but you know, that's what life is for me right now. I still wanted to get something out there. I hope that you're having a great week and a great time and I will talk to you next time.